guys, welcome to the Young Fun Single Mums podcast. You have me, Morvely, and my co-host, Vanessa. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, everybody. How has your week been? Um, I hope it's been great, because mine's been horrific. Well, not, <laughs> not horrific. A dramatic. No, it, it, it felt quite heavy. Yeah. Yeah, because my Instagram got hacked. Some of you guys probably would have noticed. Um, I actually won or made £10,000 in Bitcoin last week. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and from reading my DMs, because I've actually got my Instagram back now, from reading my DMs, I wanted to show you guys how you could also make £10,000 in Bitcoin. Hmm. Um, but I've got my Instagram back, but I will be shutting that page down and just focusing on building my new page because I want to make sure that all of my followers are good and we're not compromised in any way, shape or form. And off the back of that, we are also going to drop a cybersecurity uh, hints and tips um, for our children in a couple of weeks, right? Yeah. Sweet. So, yes, how was your week, Vanessa? What are you grateful for? Highlights? My week has been good, been busy. Um, I work at a bank, the last financial quarter of the year. So, report, report, report. Working late. Um, then, obviously, I've got my own work. So, the days have been long. But I've had one of those weeks where I've had a lot to do, created a task list and made more, like got through it. So I feel quite accomplished this week. That's a highlight. Lovely. Um, and then even though you think it's stupid, my other highlight is that I finished Vampire Diaries. I don't think it's stupid. I think season it's... seven. <laughs> I've still got one more season to go. <laughs> I think it's immature because <laughs> we were watching Vampire Diaries 10 years ago. No, I wasn't. Mm-hmm. You yeah. were working, you know. Yeah, that yeah, too. You was making yeah, that money. Yeah. While, while, while I was watching my yeah. back, you said <laughs> there you go then. Um, yeah, I never watched it when it first aired. So mm. I got into it during the first lockdown with my daughter. And I got Do you obsessed. know what's funny? Because genuinely, I think 10 years ago, I was unemployed watching Vampire Diaries. Really? Yeah. Oh, so that was the truth. That, that was the true, truth. True. Yeah, yeah. Well. Working as a waitress. <laughs> or just got my waitress So you job. wasn't unemployed then? Yeah, you were the waitress. No, just got my waitress job. Oh, okay. Like, probably through season three or something. I can't imagine you as a waitress. Don't. I can imagine for you, it was extremely humbling. Humbling. <laughs> huh? Humbling. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Um, but, yeah, what I'm grateful for, um, having my Instagram back, which is weird, because now I can actually... I don't know, it's a bit weird, but I'm glad I've got it back. And um, I've got my old car fixed, so I had a bit of a bump or collision earlier on in this, the year, or last year, sorry. And... Um, it's just been taking ages to get sorted, so it's getting sorted now. So I'm happy about that. That's good. Um, so this episode, we're going to be talking about navigating parenthood at university, right? Yeah, just our uni journeys. Our uni journeys, just to give you guys some insight on yeah. where we're coming from. What we got up to, the highs and lows. Because mm. there's quite a few through uni, through uni for me. Um, I'll let you go first. Oh my god, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. You're welcome. Wow. Yes. Or you, go no. On. no, do you want me to go first? No. Alright, cool. No. No, no. Right, <laughs> um, I'm actually dying to go first. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about me, everyone. <laughs> so, all about my uni journey. Um, I went to Kingston. Mm-hmm. So, after college, I took a gap year. Um, And the gap year at the time, I don't know why I took a gap year, to be honest. Because I think I found out I was pregnant during the gap year. But either way, I took a gap year and I worked full time. And in that time, I fell pregnant. So when my daughter turned six months, I had to put her in nursery. Um, because 
uni was starting. Um, I think I was even still on maternity leave, so I got to sort of pick up the pace in yeah. a bit of drips and drabs. So that was quite helpful. Originally, I was meant to go to Hertfordshire because I'd planned the next three years of life with my best friend at the time. And um, yeah, as soon as I was pregnant, my mum made me realise that my plans were silly because I was just like, oh, it doesn't matter, nothing's going to change. I'm going to raise this baby on campus. Do you know what's mad? Sorry to cut you. You ra- you planned your life with your friends. Yeah. And you still wanted to raise your baby on campus. It just shows how our mindset was so immature. Yeah. Like crazy. Yeah. You planned your life with your friends. Are you alright? Yeah. <laughs> Do so you know what I mean? Me and my friend were like, we're going to go to Hertfordshire. It's going to be so fun. We're going to live on campus. And then I found out I was pregnant. I guess I was in denial, but not as much as denial as you was. Yeah. yeah. Um, Because I also went straight to Ayanapa. Three weeks later. No, you was in denial, yeah. No, it wasn't, maybe it wasn't three weeks, but I went straight to Ayanapa. I didn't drink, but I was just like, yeah, I'm still going on this holiday. So, um... <laughs> but, and there's nothing wrong with that? No, there's nothing wrong with that at all, but I just... Finding out you're pregnant can be quite daunting. Mm-hmm. And I think it took time for it to process, mm-hmm. especially because I was young. Mm-hmm. So... And planned your life with your best friend. That too. Because you're still trying to make your plans work with your best friend. Like I'm not being funny, but I still plan my life with my best friend. What, me? So, no. Who then? <laughs> <laughs> who, who then? I have another best friend. Okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> Love you too, sis. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Well, not joking, but joking. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, I... I can't stand you. Go on. <laughs> um, so, I ended up going Kingston. And... At the time, I wanted to be a counsellor. I'd done, um, within my A-levels, psychology and sociology were two of them. And I really enjoyed psychology, so I continued it at university. Um, and that was the career path I wanted to go down. I didn't, but it was interesting. I enjoyed it. But I think for me, university was... I feel like there's two sides to it. So there's the education side and then there's the social side that mm-hmm. most people look forward to when you're young. Mm-hmm. And I didn't get the social aspect because I couldn't. I couldn't be out at every freshers event because I had a child to get home to. I wasn't at the library doing all nighters for fun like randomly during the week because I had a child to get home to. Mm-hmm. And also I chose to work part-time so if I wasn't rushing home for a shift I was rushing home to be a mother yeah and so because of that I didn't enjoy uni um, or have the experience that a lot of young like 18 or 19 year olds have yeah and I think you mentioned before when we spoke about this my experience at uni then was probably quite similar to like an older mum going back to uni Yeah, yeah do you remember when you was in class and there'd be like this one like woman that looked like 40. I want to make a joke right now because my mum goes back to uni. Oh, there you go. Yeah, and you and you literally think to yourself like, why are you here? Like, you should have been here when you were eighteen or nineteen. Yeah. She's like, oh my god, everyone's so young, but thank God I look young, so they think I'm like a little bit older than them, but I'm fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> but that, I mean, I could probably relate to your mum yeah. in terms of she goes in, gets the job done, and comes home. Yeah, and that was me at uni. Mm-hmm. Um. Don't get me wrong, I made a few friends. Um, and I did? I did. Good, just a few. Good on you. Not a lot, just a few. Um, there's one girl that I still speak to now. Um, 
that's the only person I talked to from uni. But it was literally because I didn't have time for all that social, like, oh, let's keep in touch, because I was literally there and gone. Mm. So um, I missed out on that. And so looking back sometimes, especially because um, what I studied and what I do now, are not they don't really have anything to do with each other. And I can't pinpoint a time in life where I've ever progressed specifically because I went to uni. So sometimes I look at it like, was it a bit of a waste of time? Mm. Um, don't get me wrong, there was definitely parts of it that I enjoyed. Let's say, out of a, well, out of 100%, I probably did have a social life about 30%, and that 30% was fun. But but also, you weren't lonely because you had your friends outside of school. Oh, of course, yeah. yeah. So uni for me was almost like the distance i had to drive to get there was almost like what it was like when you think about my actual life my life was in this big circle and uni was the circle like that little outlier over there i was only going to uni because i had to i couldn't get pregnant and then not go to uni like planned because i would never have lived that down not in my family so i had to go um but i didn't prioritize it work was more important um being with my child was more important but then also my social life at home was still more important. Mm-hmm. So the social life I did have was the one just in ends. Yeah. Um, and I also prioritised making money. So... Get your money up. Yeah, it, for me, it was just like, yeah, I can go to a lecture, but if my manager had said, oh, can you do this shift? I was likely to say yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's quite funny because... You, not funny, but interesting... Your course is actually... You did psychology, right? Yes, I've done psychology and sociology. So your course was theoretically intense. So there's a lot of theories, A lot of theories, reading, yeah. A lot of reading. So, like, someone like me, if I missed your lectures, Mm. I'd be like, I'm failing because, boy, I'm not going back to read that. Excuse me, I've done four years. That's exactly what happened. I had to retake. Yeah, but I still had to retake a year. I should have finished in three years. I had to retake a year because... Um, I done something similar to what you done. Sandwich. No, no, <laughs> no. I had to retake it. Yeah, I went in and said, "I've got mitigating circumstances," mm-hmm. and they said, "Oh my god, no problem. Yeah. Let's just get you enrolled again." I yeah. said, Thank you. Yeah, I hear that. <laughs> so um, yeah, just to put a disclaimer out there, um, we laugh at each other's um, lows because we know in the the laughter there is still love. Are you putting a disclaimer because you just laughed at me? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I laughed at you the other day when you said you got a D in economics. Put your um disclaimer out because what's it, might not, it might not be the you same. You laugh for me. at me because I, you laugh at me all the time. Do you remember that time I failed one of my exams because I went to my <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't even finish the sentence. Did you go to a rave? And no, I went to oh. my friend's bridal baby shower. <laughs> my my other best friend's baby shower. And I failed to one of my exams. And I laughed so hard. You, no, wait, is it because I missed the bridal shower? No, yeah, I missed it. So I missed her uh, baby shower. I went to set up and then I was like, now I've got exams. I've got yeah. Um, and you still failed. And I still failed. And you laugh so hard. Yeah, that is true. So yeah, it's for both of us. But when I laugh at you, it's more like motivation because you went back down again and you passed. Yeah, but that's why I laugh at you too. Yeah, but I'm not doing psychology again. <laughs> so <laughs> you, did <laughs> you did it again. I laugh. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, back to my journey. 
I mean, I'm towards the end, really. Um, yeah, I ended up doing four years. Um, so it's exactly what you said. It was very book heavy, mm. but because I wasn't prioritizing it, I was behind and catch up was unbelievably overwhelming. Yeah. And so one of my key takeaways, just from, I guess, uni in general, was learning how to manage multiple, um, what would you call it? Things. Well, yeah, but <laughs> yeah, I was looking for a better <laughs> word. Um, but yeah, just learning to manage priorities. Every, multiple priorities in your life and making sure you stay above, like, not drowning, basically. Yeah. In everything that's going on yeah. um because essentially that's that was the first time i probably did like have too much going on and yeah, i was drowning it in it yeah. um luckily it hasn't set me back in life but it's definitely a lesson learned yeah for real for real so yeah so yeah my journey <laughs> <laughs> can't wait to talk about ourselves yeah basically <laughs> So um, I think, to be honest with you, this is really where the foundation was laid. Obviously, it's the first couple of years, but where the foundation was laid for how much my parents supported me mm. um, and my siblings. Although I did say my dad cut me off. So that first year <laughs> was really tough. Um, so backstory, I got pregnant. Probably I, I found out I was pregnant like March um, 2010. So going into the summer term, if that makes sense. Mm. Um, then gave birth in December between that final first year exam end year, end of year exams in first year I failed all of them got a mitigating circumstances letter um, because I was tired <laughs> <laughs> being pregnant is no joke man you'll just be tired anemic all the time all the time all your vitamins and everything the baby just takes it all away from you so you're basically done out Um. But anyway, so I was tired, so I'd be at my exams in the August period where I was able to like prepare a bit better, and then gave birth second year uni. Um, again, I missed exams then because my due date was early December and exams were like mid December, but I gave birth mid December anyway. So um, then we move on to. Okay, I mean between that time when I gave birth. I came back on campus, so I lived on campus for my first term of second year, then lived home the second term of second year, and then went back on campus for the third term of second year. So although I had a child, I still had a uni experience because I lived on campus. Yeah. Even though it was a bit back and forth, but I did live on campus, and that's where my parents were like, Monday to Friday, you like dive into your studies, focus on your books, and we'll take care of what we need to take care of at home, which mm -hmm. meant I came home every weekend um called checked in during the week but really came home every weekend and that's probably why my son has a closer relationship with his grandma and his uncle and aunties mm. than he i wouldn't say he than he has with me but the foundation is when he comes home from boarding school all right mom it's nice to see you i'm going to see uncle yeah do you know yeah. what i mean and yeah he'll come home because he just needs some time alone yeah. because he's an only child and all of those things but Majority of the time is I'm going to see grandma. I'm going yeah. to see, see uncle. If you see what I mean, I just yeah. I'm just I I he makes he expects that I'm at every single function at school. Like mom, you have to come for my Christmas play. You have to come for this, come for that. But outside of school, 
You don't want to know me. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If anything, all I'm all he's doing is calling me for Uber Eats or McDonald's or Mum, I want this. Can you send the money? Yeah. So I'm okay with that relationship. Um, and Excuse then. Excuse the noise. My daughter just came home. From yeah. school. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Hey, Dan. I knew you'd be here. Yeah. Friday. <laughs> I know I'm here every Friday. Oh, yeah, look at you, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're recording, so I'll speak to you in a bit. The speakers. I need to shower. All right. This is awkward. I'm <laughs> <laughs> not putting this on your. It's definitely staying. Yeah, we can't stop. Sweet. So, um, that's the lovely daughter. Mm. Um, and then where was I? So third year. I lived on campus again, um, but actually, to be fair, between second year and third year, my son's dad did take time out of university to also raise my son. That every time you say it, it's like wild to me. Why? I don't know. I just it, it's a very commendable thing to have done. Yeah. I don't commend him anymore, but um, yeah. I I do genuinely think him saying, "All right, babe." Do you like? Oh my god! Imagine him saying "babe" now. Oh. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> well, my I skin just crawled. I would hope not. But I, I do think it is. Yeah. Like it was a big deal for him to say, "You do you. You make sure you pass, and I'll make sure like our son is good." Uh, well, obviously with the help of your family. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and I think because I know, kind of, the situation now. <laughs> yeah. It just seems crazy that that's the type of person he was yeah he was past tense yeah definitely not is um so that sounds really shady but i just mean like the support on my journey has been so minimal for so long yeah i don't even see it's not shady it's the it's the real situation okay yeah so um yeah he took time out to support me there um and then after uni i guess obviously you guys heard last last uh, episode that he dumped me (laughs) <laughs> for my finals so I got 3% of the first class degree but we move um, so then <laughs> I became after uni I was unemployed even though I did this massive like business degree and got a 2-1 and did all this accounting stuff um, but what I would say is if anyone's like an, an academic person I do feel like A-levels academically was a lot harder than doing university and I, I was raising a child to some extent, I guess, right? Yeah. Um. So it's not. And so, okay, so for A levels, I studied business, psychology, English, and media. Mm-hmm. So they're all quite quite wordy subjects. Business has got a couple of finance modules, but it's all quite wordy. Um. And I think doing business management, accounting, it was a lot easier with everything that was going on then actually A-levels when I had no child. Okay, so you, you felt like there was more stress during the college period yeah, yeah. and the university. Yeah, yeah. I think I agree. I think college, it just felt like there were, because we've done like, what, four or five topics or choices, and within that they all had modules, mm-hmm. and there was only two years. Yeah. So, I mean, I had a great time at college. Um, Me too. I really enjoyed it. I studied psychology, sociology, economics, statistics, and um, economics. 
Wait. And English. Oh my god, I'm lying. What? What is wrong with me? Economics was school. Oh, okay, fair. Because I got a D in school, <laughs> I didn't do it at college. I just done statistics and English. Okay. And um, so I done uh, English language, um, and I done quite well at college. But yeah, I, I do feel like there was a lot more. Um, but do you know what? Stress. Now talking college. about college, right? I realized actually uni was easier to integrate because half of my college went, went, with, you. went with me. Yeah, right? yeah. So even though my bestest friends weren't with me. I integrated well because I knew half of the people there anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, some, like the new people that I met, um, I don't think I'm friends with any of them now. But mm. Familiarity. Mm. Familiarity? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the word. Is quite important because yeah. I think when we left school, we were in that bubble for so long. Yeah. And so college, even though academically it felt quite stressful, um, on the social side, I went with friends from school. And I didn't. Yeah, yeah. so it was almost like when I got there, I was already quite comfortable because I was with my friends. Mm. Um, uni, I went with no one. Mm. Um, and it probably plays a part into why I was able to keep uni so segregated in my life. Yeah, fair enough. Um, because there was no one there. There was new people, but my mm. girls were at home. Yeah. I had one friend. It's, that's not hard to maintain one friendship yeah. at uni, um, and yeah, I just. I think my, I think even actually during the the pregnancy period, and like first year of my son's life, even though I had the uni friends there, I wasn't integrated with them as much because I was always with my partner. That yeah. makes sense. And people who went to uni would know that third term of second year. You guys know that's my double life. Yeah. Wow, what do you mean? That that I think basically, you know when you have a, a child that's been like locked up and you <laughs> give them some freedom and they go wild, yeah? That was you. That was me. Like I had a double life. Like people who knew me knew me for like being at church and stuff like that. Yeah. And then I gave like gave birth, went to uni and I lived in a like a penthouse, not a penthouse, the boys lived in the penthouse upstairs. But me and this like international uh, student girl, we lived downstairs, and it was a nice penthouse. But I'd go to house parties here, like, I'd get <laughs> everything. And the thing is, it's like, are you crazy? Like you've actually just given birth. You're not a fresher. You're actually a second year student. Yeah. Because well, I didn't have that experience. Yeah. Those three months, wild. Like I was skating everywhere. I think I tried some ganja. Like. <laughs> <laughs> lived like i lived but it was because i didn't have i had like the stresses of being in a relationship the stresses of being a parent the stresses of being the oldest child the stresses of being a golden child now yeah trying to be a golden child even though you've had a baby um it was a lot but i enjoyed so i think it's whiz kid done doll when that song comes on <laughs> remind you of uni yeah whoever, whoever those, those particular three months yeah, whoever I'm with who was with me at that time will look at me and like, be like, double life! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I miss all of that. Yeah. Um, and do I wish I did it differently? That's a hard one because I always say that I would, if I could go back in time, I would still have my daughter at 19. But then I guess that was the biggest sacrifice for me. I would not do it again. I, 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 even though well, I, I would, would, if anybody came to me at 19 years old and be like, oh my gosh, I'm pregnant, I'd be like, the choice is yours, but girl, do it. You'll be fine. Does that make sense? 
because I've done it and everybody's done it. I know it's fine. It's not the end of the world. But if I, the life that I wanted for myself. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like this ain't it. <laughs> but <laughs> it's not how I imagined my life would that how I managed imagined my life would turn out if that makes sense. Yeah. So would I start again and do it again? Forty five percent of me would say, Yeah, it's fine, do it again. But the fifty five percent of me which is like, we're gonna be rich, we're gonna have private jets, like we're gonna have designer bags, like we've got land everywhere, would say, Hello sis, no. A baby's not gonna help you achieve all of those things. Does that make sense? Yeah, of course. Mm. But I would definitely do it again because then I wouldn't have had children. I mean, we discussed this at the end of yeah. last episode, but I just think that for me, when I look back, there wasn't, at the beginning, there wasn't many major sacrifices, mm. but actually that was probably the biggest. Mm. Just that that period of my life would have been so different. Um, I think my whole life would be different. Well, yeah, probably because it's like, a domino effect right whatever happens yeah. here happens next but i would have had a completely different outlook on uni mm. because i would have experienced it differently mm. um also what i would encourage as well just on a side note obviously this is like got nothing to do with anyone um i don't think people need to be in relationships at uni see i was literally about to say to relationships in uni because i'm thinking about where i was what my status was when i was in uni and if I remember correctly, um, I had, so I started uni at 19, no, yeah, 19. My daughter was six months. I was freshly broken up with her dad, mm. if I'm correct. I genuinely can't remember, I feel like so long ago, but yeah, we were freshly broken up. But basically, by the time I was fully integrated into uni, um... I had met my new partner just before I turned 21. So I was still at uni. Mm-hmm. Um, why are you looking at me like that? Nothing. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> so actually, it took me even further away from uni because now I had another thing that I was prioritising over it. Um wanting to spend time with my man like you should be studying because you've got exams or you want to do up like boo boo, chilling at home with your man um yeah everything was really intense i think if you're gonna do boo right do boo in surgery where like everyone just keeps a low profile and just Mm. does their work but there's no way the amount of enjoyment that i missed out on i know because i had a partner what the hell was that <laughs> yeah Does that make sense? yeah and i yeah. can't even think mine about... was missing it out double level yeah <laughs> like, i mean let's be real we missed out because we had a child and then because we had a partner no because before i had a child i was preaching about oh Jesus. yeah because you went before yeah, yeah okay that yeah. Make sense? for me i had a child right away from the beginning I... of uni so it was always like i'm missing out not, not i didn't feel it too bad at the time not like there's anything wrong with preaching about jesus but i think i felt like Low key, I had to do a bit too much because of the partner that I was with, who almost came across as Jesus's right hand man. Mm. So if I'm <laughs> if I'm going to be his partner, then I'm also like yeah. Jesus's backbone. Do you know what yeah. I mean? And it's just like, come on, let's be realistic. We can be on fire for Christ, but also you are allowed to enjoy your life. Mm. There is more to life than I say Bible study. <laughs> <laughs> God's trying me down. 
This is so bad. My mum is going to be so embarrassed of me. No. <laughs> but no, I think it's just about really soul searching and finding what you enjoy, doing the crazy things so you know, like, right, I'm not doing that again. But you've experienced it. Does that make sense? Yeah. And having balance. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think that, that's the key to everything, really. When you're juggling so much, mm. balance is key. And as a woman, I think it's also important to... You're, when you're 19, you're dealing with the stigma of being a single parent, which we'll have to discuss why people are so scared of this yeah. another time. Um, but you're dealing with that. So almost like... I felt like this anyway. Why am I shouting? I felt like my actions were dictated by what I thought other people would think, if that makes sense. Yeah. As a 19-year-old pregnant girl, even my peers... The people that looked up to me or the people so my peers were on my level the people that looked up to me so the, my siblings and everyone coming up and then also my employers and stuff like that who who i need to bring me up so i think it was almost like you just had to have this perception of like a swan where everything looks so calm cool and connect collected on above the water but below the water you're panicking and stressing yeah and then it made me realize maybe i was thinking about it recently that Actually, if I didn't have anything, I, ha- I always have to plan a step ahead. That's why I'm always panicking, because if I don't have a plan for the next step, then I stop. And it's almost like I have to... Do, do you know what I'm trying to say? No. No? Like, okay. I don't really know what I'm, I know what I'm trying to say, but it's almost like... Take time, if that makes sense. Don't feel the pressure of everybody. You're silent. <laughs> I'm listening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, no, I'm just listening. I'm literally just thinking. Um, it's just the, like I think at nineteen, at eighteen, at twenty, even at thirty, sometimes, right? We fall into what society expects of us. Yeah. So me, as everybody, a, any age. Yeah. But as a single woman, if you're nineteen and you break up with your partner, it's almost like you are not good enough. That's why the man left you. Oh my god! God forbid. Do you see what I mean? That that level of insecurity. Yeah. That we've probably all experienced. No, but it's not even us experiencing that. It's almost like that's what is projected onto us. Yeah, right? it's projected and then we experience it and it makes me feel sick now. Yeah. Like, because, yeah, I was 19 feeling the same way. I was 19 feeling just as... I made everything look like it was just like, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah I'm just raising a child. Like, I'm making it work. But, whew, behind yeah. closed doors... Yeah. And I, th- there's been some fire text messages interchanged between me and some women and some one guy (laughs) i've had fire text messages and conversations between uh with guys with frat like old friends like but you couldn't show on the surface because ultimately all people saw was you had a baby at 19 years old if we had started moving mad or had an argument with someone for completely different reason it would have been like yeah she's moving mad like she's raising that baby yeah. why she's moving I don't mad know why she's talking she needs like, to have a you. like uh, there's nothing that would have linked us back and i think just like rounding off and just talking about uni again i think uni if anything for me was the base of how i had to then manage life for the rest for the rest of my life mm-hmm. it really did help me um again learn the lesson of how to juggle everything at once um, but then it also taught me how to sometimes just keep things separate and not panic. 
I felt like I didn't have boundaries at uni. Yeah, I, I had boundaries. I didn't, yeah, I, didn't I, I kept it then. so separate. Mm-hmm. I learned that I had to have boundaries. I learned that. So you remember when we were talking about um, can women have it all? Yeah. And you were saying no, you don't think so. Well, ultimately, I was juggling everything. Um, and you can call uni was the failure because I didn't prioritize it. Mm-hmm. So again, I learned that sometimes you will have a lot going on, but you can't expect every single thing to be at 100 percent all the time because you will burn out yeah 100 percent. you will burn out so when you've got a lot going on all at the same time you still have to try and manage it in your mind i literally just had a flashback of when i'd go raving (laughs) i'd go raving come home at four o'clock and be up at like seven to take my son to football yeah i mean we do that now I mean, but mine was every week. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> it was every yeah. week. Not so much the raving, and I don't drop my daughter to school. But we'll be out late knowing we've got work the next day. No, but I mean, like, worked all week. Friday night, I right, call cool, yeah, let's go Lotus. Mm. Doesn't make sense. We're Lotus now, you're having a good time. It's what, three o'clock, the club is finished. We're lurking around. Get home. It's 5 a.m. But your son's got football. <clears throat> Guess your son's not missing football. Yours. Mine. So what? Me? Pack up my little smart car. Oh, my God. I hated that car. <laughs> On the way to football. And I would stand there with my eyes closed, but I'm standing at the pitch, standing there watching him, you know? That I think my, my biggest, like, literally eye burner for uni in terms of no sleep. Mm. I can't remember what day it was exactly, but let's use Monday as an example. There is an uh, assignment due on Wednesday. No one's done it. No one. I have woke up in the morning. I've done a shift at work. No, I've dropped my daughter to nursery. I've done a shift at work. I have arranged for my mum to pick her up from nursery and from work up on straight to uni. I worked all through the night. All through the night. Yeah, you know when you used to mm-hmm. buy all the Red Bulls, everyone's in the library. Now, after that night, everyone else went home to sleep. I went <laughs> back home, got my daughter ready for nursery. I got showered. Dropped her to nursery, I went to work. Yeah. I went back to uni yeah. to finish it. Two days, yeah. no sleep. Yeah. Two days, no sleep. That's probably why we're tired now. Yeah, I'm still recovering from the two days. <laughs> <laughs> like, like 1960. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but, yeah, no. It, yeah. All to say, it, it's played a very pivotal role in my life, mm-hmm. being at uni. And even though I'm not certain for me and my journey whether it's been whether it was a hundred percent necessary i definitely have a lot of lessons learned 100 percent. i've got the same amount of lessons learned and i think um it was definitely something that i as in if i had i would do uni again basically i think university university is so important and so pivotal in our development Mm -hmm. so if i didn't go to uni to study what i did I probably would still be in the position I, I am in if I wanted to be here. Mm-hmm. Um, but my degrees definitely made it a lot easier for me to get where I am today. Um, Perfect way to end. So, indeed. yeah. Thanks for listening, guys. Um, this episode, we just shared our journeys. Uh, we have a gem drop, which is going to drop straight after this. So if you click onto the next episode, we'll be sharing with you things to consider when applying for university. Or actually things to consider when you're applying for further education and mm-hmm. potentially a job. So yes, thank you for listening. Join your girls again next week. Speak and soon. have a great week. Bye. Bye.